the Bible Study Podcast, episode 397. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of Psalms with Psalm 61 and 2. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. Some of the Psalms we're looking at here in the middle of the book of Psalms are shorter, so we're going to do Psalm 61 and then continuing on to Psalm 62 today. Psalm 61 goes like this. Hear my cry, O God, listen to my prayer. From the ends of the earth I call to you. I call as my heart grows faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I, for you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the foe. I long to dwell in your tent forever and take refuge in the shelter of your wings. For you, God, have heard my vows. You have given me the heritage of those who fear your name. Increase the days of the king's life, his years for many generations. May he be enthroned in God's presence forever. Point your love and faithfulness to protect him. Then I will ever sing in praise of your name and fulfill my vows day after day. And this is a psalm of David. It's interesting because David is crying out for help and his heart is growing faint. And yet there is something about it to me that since it's focusing in on God, he doesn't seem quite as distraught as in some of the other psalms. That could just be my interpretation of that. I don't know whether you heard it that way or not. But it's interesting, he's saying, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. When we talk about rock in the Bible, we're talking about something that is sturdy. We're talking about dig down deep, build your foundations on the rock, don't build your house on the sand. We're talking about you are Peter on this rock, I will build my church. We're talking about Christ becoming the chief cornerstone. We're talking about something that is sturdy and safe and reliable. And so he says, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. You could think about the fact if David is literally running for his life, then a rock that is higher than he, if he's someplace high, he has a view of what's coming, it's a safer place to be. But I also hear in this, lead me to the rock that is higher than I, this cry for us who live here, who live here among the mess, live here where things don't go right every day whether it just be the normal don't-go-right of small children underfoot or whether it be the major don't-go-right of unexpected illness or the don't-go-right of this isn't the way I thought that life would turn out. There is this cry, there is this desire for something that is greater, something that is more than just getting up, going to work, coming home, and watching TV. And David may not have had the same TV habits, but he is looking for something that is higher. He's looking for something that is greater. And certainly one of the best ways to do that is to call out to God. I long to dwell in your tent forever and take refuge in the shelter of your wings. Poetic language, not implying necessarily that God has wings, but looking for shelter, looking for a secure place to be. As David is praying for the king's life, I don't know if David is king here or whether he's praying for Saul, who is trying to kill him. And either would be consistent with the David that I read about in the Bible. Paul tells us to pray for Caesar, and yet Caesar is the one who's going to kill Paul. We're called to pray for presidents even if we don't agree with them. We're called to pray for congressmen and women. We're called to pray for senators even if they are of the other party, even if they're of some party that we don't agree with, that they would be given wisdom, obviously. And it's a short psalm, and David ends with, I will sing the praise of your name. 
I will fulfill my vows day after day. Day after day is how we're called to fulfill our vows, our marriage vows, our promises to friends, our promises to employers, our promises to children, and of course our vows to God, our promises to God, our covenants with God. Not all at once, not one grand gesture, but slowly, day after day, one thing at a time. And maybe that's the secret of how you let things not overwhelm you when your heart grows faint. Continuing on to Psalm 62, yet another Psalm of David. Truly my soul finds rest in God, my salvation comes from him. Truly he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress, I will never be shaken. How long will you assault me? Would all of you throw me down this leaning wall, this tottering fence? Surely they intend to topple me from my lofty place. They take delight in lies. With their mouths they bless, but in their hearts they curse. Again, we get that sense of the rock, not this time the rock that is higher than I, but this time the rock salvation fortress, again, that will not be shaken. And David, in contrast, seems to be calling himself a leaning wall, a tottering fence. He is not that sturdy rock that God is. He can be shaken. He feels like he is falling over and that other people intend to topple him. Again, he has fake friends, like we've heard in other Psalms, people who bless him to his face, but in their hearts they curse him. In their hearts they wish that he would fail. They wish that he would fall down. Certainly some of this is jealousy. If you think about David, David, remember, grew up as a shepherd boy, as somebody very unimportant, and became the most important person in the kingdom. Don't you think that is going to make people jealous of him? Don't you think that's going to make people desire to see him fall? I think of our fascination in the news and in journalism with building people up and then tearing them down. How many people would look at David and want to see him torn down? And David knows it can happen. It does happen to David from time to time. He is not the rock. Instead, he looks to God for that because it is God who will never be shaken. He continues on, Yes, my soul, find rest in God. My hope comes from him. Truly, he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. My salvation and my honor depend on God. He is my mighty rock, my refuge. Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts to him, for God is our refuge. Surely the lowborn are but a breath. The highborn are but a lie. If weighed on a balance, they are nothing. Together they are only a breath. Do not trust in exhortation or put vain hope in stolen goods. Though your riches increase, do not set your heart on them. One thing God has spoken, two things I have heard. Power belongs to you, God, and with you, Lord, is unfailing love. And you reward everyone according to what they have done. Again, David is looking to God, God his rock, God his salvation, God his fortress. Surely the lowborn are but a breath. Remember, David is lowborn. The highborn are but a lie, but his kids will be highborn, sons and daughters of the king. But neither one should we put trust in. Neither one is as important as relying on God and being faithful to God. As he ends the first one with, he will be faithful day after day, he ends this psalm with, you reward everyone according to what they have done what they have done day after day after.
after day. With that, we'll end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com. Or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Chris2x. And as always, thanks so much for listening. I'm Don Hawkins, and I once heard Chick-fil-A founder Truett Cathy say, you can tell if a person needs encouragement, check to see if they're breathing. I'd like to invite you to my weekly podcast, Encouragement for You, featuring encouraging guests like Dr. Greg and Aaron Smalley, Dan Cathy, the late Dr. Frank Menrith, Josh McDowell, and more. To subscribe to my weekly Encouragement for You podcast, go to lifeaudio.com. That's lifeaudio.com.